The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, season guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Law and Andy Lindis. Yes, indeed, and we are ready for your home improvement questions by phone and by text, 651-989-9226. We've cleared the lines, so if you have any kind of a home improvement question you want to bring it in to us by phone, that's the number. Or uh, if it's easier, send Andy a text, 81807. Good morning, Andy Lindis, to you. Good morning to you. You have a busy week? I have. What was I the have. weather as far as your cruise work uh, concerned? This you know, uh, it was it was a little bit chillier on uh, on Monday, but it was actually a pretty good week. We got a we got a lot done. Not a lot of rain days, uh, so we've uh, we lucked out on that. Uh, after the previous two weeks, it seems like we couldn't get anything done. So it dried out a little bit. Uh, we have some excavating going on, and uh, that's been a difficult task with the amount of water that I we're bet. uncovering. Uh, let's talk a little bit about insulation. I'll tell you why. I was getting a couple of uh, not texts but emails about uh, that I don't have it in front of me. But uh, let's talk a little bit about insulation. Tis the season, I guess. It is. Right? It is. This is uh, our phones, uh, the, you know, that first big cold snap. And there's a lot of people uh, firing up their furnaces for the first time and starting to remember, oh, yeah, this is how drafty my house was. So we uh, received a lot of phone calls uh, in the past week uh, about wanting uh, to have us come out and upgrade their insulation or look at their windows. And so, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a fun process. There's, there really isn't another product that we offer where we can really affect the comfort of a house that quickly as it is with uh, insulation. Um, but it's not just the insulation that we're adding. There's a lot of things that go in to the, the, to the science behind how your house works. So we're not just going to come in and blow in insulation over the top. We're going to talk about attic air sealing. We're going to want to do some testing. We All of my guys have infrared imaging so we can go around and, and see what's really going on with the house. There might be added venting. I know that sounds weird. But if your attic isn't working right and you don't have the proper ventilation, you can it can lead to some other type of drafts. And there's, there's a lot of things that go into it more than just adding insulation. In fact, I believe that just adding insulation is probably a waste of money for the vast majority of, of the people in the Twin Cities. You've got to look at the whole picture. You've got to look you? at the whole picture. At least look at attic air sealing. If you can seal up some of those holes and stop the air from moving, that's, that's step one. And then we add the insulation. Think about what you guys did at Linda's Construction with the, my house over the last few years as far as insulation. Well, I mean, I, I tell people who will listen to me, I'll say, you've got to hear. The, the, the comfort is one thing. Yeah. But then there's the energy cost that have diminished as well. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more efficient. But that's, you guys have taught me too about the ventilation thing. I heard an in, inspector, in I may have mentioned this to you a year or two ago. Uh, I was invited to uh, someone's house while they were having a home. They were thinking of buying it. Uh-huh. And they had an inspector there. Yeah. And I heard him talking with the homeowner in the other room. And he said, well, we don't really care so much about, uh, uh, about, um, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Insulation? Not not insulation, but ventilation. We don't really look at ventilation that much. And I thought, wait a minute. That didn't sound right to me after what you guys have said. Yeah, that's uh, usually step one. I mean, the whole, the the, the goal is to try to get the attic the same temperature as it is outside. 
that is, you know, we're going to be getting, hopefully it's a little bit longer in way than what I think it's going to be, but I'm pretty soon we're going to be getting ice dam phone calls and people talking about the snow on their roof. And, and when you have that type of heat escape or you don't have the proper ventilation in your attic, that's when you can really cause issues. I've seen thousands of dollars worth of damage caused by ice dams. So there's, there's a lot that goes into your attic more than just the insulation. Yes, Ventilation is just as important. And if you do have a question, it doesn't have to be about insulation, but if you have one, uh, give us a call or send a text, 651-989-9226, or send a text, 81807. Andy Gloria is calling from Spicer this morning. Hi, Gloria. What can we do for you? Good morning. Um, I'm considering putting an egress window in an existing basement with a block wall. Do they come as a... A kit you can buy, or how do you put in an egress window? Well, there's there are some kits you can buy that uh, now. If you're talking about the wall system for the retaining wall system that would have to go in, there's there's actually one piece systems you can buy after you dig the hole. Um, of course, uh, you know, cutting out the people really think it's a lot more work than than it is. Uh, you know, typically on an egress window, uh, we'll have a crew working there for one day from start to finish to to get that job done so it uh there are some kits to do it there's other retaining wall systems you can get but we usually use the one piece system and that uh, we can put in there after digging the hole and we have a a little mini uh excavator that we can get in there at times if we need to and it uh it makes makes the job pretty easy oh okay well i'll contact you in the spring then thank you yeah all right yeah. glory very good yeah, and for anybody else one eight hundred leaf guard what were you going to say well, something we can even do yet this year probably Oh, so it uh, all going to depend on how long the the ground uh, doesn't stay frozen, and that's what people we get this a lot with with windows because people think we're going to open up the the wall for an extended period of time, but it's really not. When when you when you factor in everything else that goes down, the, the amount of time that your 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 window opening has no window in it is is pretty small from. Maybe twenty minutes to thirty minutes. So, and that's you know, for it, usually for any window, not just an egress. Yeah, just for 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 any window. So we we can get that sealed up pretty quick, especially if it's and it's and it's every day. So you know you turn the heat off for a day, and by the time uh, my guys leave, you turn the heat back on, and it's going to be sealed up tight, and you're good to go. So windows is something that we can do when it's zero, when it's you know ten below outside, we can still install them and 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 make that house relatively comfortable while the installation is going on. Well, getting back to the, to the whole insulation thing you and I started talking about, is that is that something you and the crews can do any time of the year, or is there a limit given the weather? Uh, you know, um, there there really isn't a limit. You know, it's uh, at certain times of the year it's almost too hot to be in attics. Um, I love this time of year to look at insulation jobs because of the vast difference in temperatures. So when you have heat coming on inside the house and you have it cold outside, the infrared imaging uh, programs that we use show up better. It really does make it – so it, it's really hard for infra, – infrared imaging really doesn't work when it's the same temperature as is outside That's true, I suppose. as it is yeah. inside. Nothing, there is no changing yeah. in, in the thermals. So when this time of year, we it, we can really start to see what's going on with the house. So if, if we're me and I wanted to get my insulation looked at and taken care of the right way, uh, this time of year is when Perfect. I would look, more so than the summer. Are a lot of people, because you've talked about it, we've talked about it before, are they going for the blower door test uh, with uh, Lindis often, S- as often? Sometimes, you know, uh, we don't use it as often as uh, maybe we should. But, again, with some of the diagnostic tools my guys have, it's really it's really not needed. Once you've, once you've seen a lot of this, it's 
you know, sometimes when we can't figure out what's going on or people have really have some some drafting issues, we'll, we'll, we'll break out the blower door. But you know, this time of year especially, it's probably not needed. Not needed. No. Hang on, Andy. We're going to take a quick break. If you have a home improvement question, whatever the case may be, do it by phone, 651-989-9226, or send Andy a text and we'll grab some of those too when we come back. That text number is 81807. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show brought to us every week by our friends at Linda's Construction. Andy Linda's is in studio helping you out today. Uh, noticing texture says uh, little gaps around the base of my home. Let me scroll up here a little bit. What can I do should be done for this, Andy? So they found some st- some gaps around the uh, the perimeter of their house. I uh, assume where the foundation meets. Is it... Like the gap between the earth and the foundation, or is there an actual gap in the foundation itself, or maybe a crack in? It sounds like the ladder. Like the ladder there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's always. Uh, it can be worrisome. It's going to be something that if you're uncomfortable with it, you're going to want to get inspected by a professional. And and uh, like always, if you're not comfortable with that professional, find another one. Just be be patient and uh, and and try not to use your emotions when. This type of stuff, people get scared and can sometimes get talked into things that they don't need to need to do. That's why I always rely on on Jesse because I know I have plenty of customers that he's gone to and said, no, 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 you don't need to fix this. It's not that big of a deal. You're going to be fine. Your foundation mm-hmm. is in, in good shape here or there's a minimal fix. And I've had other customers that, that did have a big issue that he's had to – had to take care of. So. That's a good idea to call Jesse. Or get, yeah, get in touch with safebasements.com. Mm-hmm. I remember years ago I had a um, client come over. It was a um, pest control yeah. division that they went around the whole perimeter of the house and they found any particular cracks, sealed it with silicone, yeah. and the big cracks they put a copper mesh. Okay. So mice couldn't get in. Uh-huh. I've never had a mouse in that house since. Yeah, what are they so saying? maybe that's what they're referring to is little spaces like that. Uh, what am I seeing about the, the size of a number two pencil? That's like right. That? Yeah, yeah, they can just, just squeeze themselves uh-huh. right in and hop in. And, and all it's that. the time so, of year they're doing that. So I agree. Said, in fact, to that uh, texter, uh, safebasements.com. Have Jesse send somebody over there, and they'll be straight with you for Correct. sure. Okay. Uh, how far are the Twin Cities would you come to do a home energy audit, Texter wants to know? Well, our it's the same coverage area that we have for everything. We go about as far west as like Rogers area, as far south as uh, Northfield or like uh, Lakeville, Farmington, a little bit south of that. Uh, we do get into Rochester area. Uh, do a lot of work in the Red Wing area. We but go you know far... people, you, yeah. you deal with contractors beyond that as well. Yeah, beyond that. As far north as like Hayward, Hinkley, that area for, for, for our Twin Cities office. But we have we have friends in St. Cloud that, that do awesome work. We know people down south and, and, and really anywhere in the country that uh, if you were to send us a, a text and say, hey, I'm looking for this, there's a good shot. I, I If I don't know somebody, I, I know somebody that will know someone that we can at least point you in the right direction, and we uh, we get lots of those phone calls. Do you really? Week. Yeah, we send. It's it's amazing. I told you I was up in Canada before, and and uh, I had my Linus construction. You know, just just across the border at War Road there, uh, in a little town called Sprague, and uh, there was a, a a trucker there. He was bringing hay back to 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 from from Canada to Minnesota, and he's from Canada. He goes, 
And he saw my truck. Lynn Destruction goes, hey, aren't you the guy in WCCO? No kidding. Company? I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> up here in Canada. We, How about that? We reach. So, yeah, it's uh, we get lots of out-of-territory calls, and we try our best to point them in the right direction. And on that note, 1-800-LEAFGUARD is uh, the easiest number to remember. Or what? The website is? LindisConstruction.com. Very good. Texter wants to know, by the way, if you want to send a text, 81807, or call us, 651-989-9226. What brand do I look for, Texter says, in a replacement bathroom fan? I want quiet yet efficient. What was that one your crews put in uh, what I call Sandy's bathroom at home? <laughs> it's really quiet. Yeah. The Pana- no 747. No, it's the Panasonic Whisper fan. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I have had them get noisier over time in the past, but it's usually a collection of dust oh, yeah. that gets on the fans. And if you and it's pretty easy to clean. So if you were to take the time to do that, I mean, like I, on the one at my house, after about a month, I, I changed the switch to a timer switch because no one ever turned it off. We never thought oh, oh, it, was, it was constantly you on. Hear it. it was constantly on. And then it got louder because it had ran for like five days straight and sucked up every ounce of dust in the house. So it had to be cleaned and to made quiet again. Is it, I've never asked you that. Are they, is that brand pretty efficient? It is very okay. efficient. It's, it's really the only one that we use. All right. Very good. There's your answer, Texter. Again, text number is 81807. Do you need a building permit for an egress window? Yep. For sure. Yes. Okay. Um, you need a, a, a permit for, I think, any window. So it's uh, it's something that uh, we pull on, on a regular basis. And, yeah, I, uh, each month uh, uh, me or my brother have to sign all the checks that are that are going out each month. And, and the vast majority of them are to, it seems like, to municipalities here in the Twin Cities for, for building permits. So uh-huh. twice a month we're getting we're getting those out, and it uh, it's it's good. We have a— But you, you, you as, a, as Linda's Construction, you know these folks at these different municipalities, don't you? You've sure, worked yeah. with them so often. They, yeah, you get to know them, and you're, you're stopping in. You get to know the inspectors, and I, uh, I'm very grateful that we have really good relationships with a lot of them, and— you know, there's there's this home improvements. There's stuff you have to work through on on a pretty regular basis. There's there's things that you don't expect to run into, and and uh, we've had really good luck with inspectors trying to figure out problem issues. Very good. I'll tell you what, let's do this. We have another half hour of the show to go. Let's take a break. We'll have a look at that forecast. If you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, or send Andy a text eight one eight zero seven. We'll get to have more of those too. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show presented every week here in the 9 o'clock hour on CCO by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus is in studio. Andy, we got a bunch of uh, text messages. We have cleared more lines if somebody wants to use the phone to ask you a question. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Dexter says this, I'm in, the, uh, in a middle unit townhome. Living room was on a cement slab. With a heavy rain, the carpet felt damp. There was not visible water. There was only a couple of feet of exterior foundation. The water flows away from the house. Could it be water coming up from the ground under the slab? And what professional should I contact to fix this issue? Sounds like a... Would that be another Jesse call or no? Because it's a slab. It's it's not a a foundation. Yeah, he's he's not going to do a sub-pump system there. Um... It'd probably be something we would more look at with with landscaping and, and guttering. And, and to be honest with you, the amount of rain that we had over that two-week period, I mean, it was a lot for that time of year. And it, uh, it it's not the first call. In fact, there was way more calls than I anticipated of water coming up 
through people's floors where the you know the, the water table got too high and you know it's got to go somewhere and concrete being being concrete allows yeah. that to happen so it uh if it's never happened before maybe not to be too alarmed i don't know how long they've been in that house but um, at least have uh, somebody like us come out and take a look at, like, look at that. Or even, I don't, I'm not sure if that's something Jesse's office would, yeah. would handle. But yeah, not. maybe, maybe the texture could contact you guys at Linda's. They also said they ran a dehumidifier that helped remove the dampness. Uh, issues not going on now, and that's because it stopped raining heavily too. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would one eight hundred Leaf Guard for that texture. Um, or give us a call if you have another kind of a question. Home Improvement Type 651-989-9226. Here's a, here's a person. I'm not laughing because it sounds like something I may have done. Please do not. Uh, where is it now? Where is it? The, uh, the, uh, just poured a concrete walkway on Thursday. My funnel push broom off left it a little rough. Any suggestions for smoothing out the high spots? What do you think? You know, without starting of, over, without starting over, uh, there's there different coatings you can put on the concrete now uh, for outside. But outside of that, outside of grinding it, but it's not going to give you a finished look. It's a that's a tough deal. It is. It is on the high spots. There's not supposed to be a lot of high spots on a I mean, it's just a walkway, right? Yeah, but I, I wonder if, uh, if if they could get either themselves or somebody with the equipment. Uh, to uh, like you suggested earlier, grind you just grind like you do, like preparing for any kind of a coating. Put some some type of coating on, yeah. it, like uh, polyurea or epoxy. That there's a bunch of different varieties you can get. And again, this is uh, it's probably something if uh, if I was really having some issues, I'd take some pictures and I'd uh, go online and Google Semstone and maybe go to the I nearest was, Semstone yep. store and and talk to somebody that that deals in concrete every day and they might have some suggestions or point you in the right direction for the right professional. I know that's that's what I do. It's a good point. Uh, if you want to send a text, 81807. Uh, what about, we get this question a lot about putting a, a, a composite type of decking, low-maintenance decking, over old decking without removing the old decking. And you say... No, is it, it's not like me. I mean, roofing, you right? I mean, you can, you can do all sorts of things, and... And probably get away without having a pull permit and doing something like that. You're just refacing oh, it. Yeah. And, but is it the right thing to do? No. I, I just, we talk about uh, not painting a rusty car. You know, you want to get down to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, the nitty gritty, what's going on underneath it. And, and the vast majority of the structural issues that we have with, with decking has nothing to do with the decking. It has to do with the framing. So if you want something that's going to last forever, I wouldn't do it that way, and it wouldn't be something my my company could be contracted to do. We it's just not not our cup of tea. But hey, it might work for you. It might not. Uh, but it's not not something I would do. All right, let's go back to the phones. Mark is calling from South St. Paul, I believe. Mark, you're on CCO with Andy. Yeah. Hey, good morning. Uh, morning. A bit of a warning for a lot of folks out there. The warning is simply this: Don't wait if you can help it. Have a house uh, over here, South St. Paul, built around forty one. Nice stucco exterior, holding up very nicely and such. Unfortunately, somewhere not too uh, far past, maybe 60s or 70s, they added a porch onto it. Amazingly enough, without a permit. What was really grand, they didn't butt the roof up to the wall. They actually penetrated the stucco without flashing. Ah. 
And I bought the house about 20 years ago, and thanks to the uh, lack of decent, uh, shall we say, employment, uh, I recently was able to get it done, and it's now, instead of, uh, I was told if I got it done 20 years ago, it would maybe 10, maybe 15,000 redo the porch. I'm in for 30. Yeah. The And I've had almost uh, three quarters of the back wall of the house ripped up. The floor joist uh, scissored in because a lot of them were pretty wa- badly water damaged. Mm-hmm. So the warning is, don't wait if you can help it, because uh, it'll probably cost a whole lot more in the long run. Yeah, it's little things like that that people don't, I shouldn't say they don't take into consideration, but the vast majority of times when we're talking to people about flashings and kick-out flashings and how what we're going to do when we cut into people's houses, it's we're the first people to talk about it, and it's really what, what Mark is talking about there. He's probably talking about $150 worth of extra work that would have had to happen in order to save him $30,000 down the road. Think about that. Wow. 150 bucks for $30,000 to redo. And he's got a stucco house. And good luck finding a stucco guy this time of year. Talking about my lead times. Yeah. Stucco guys are, they're tough. It's a, it's a, it's a tough, uh, been a tough couple years for ciders and stucco guys uh, here in the Twin Cities with the storms and the amount of issues that we've had. So it, uh, lead times are not great, but he's right, yeah. It's some of those things, uh, the longer you wait, the more it costs you. Mark, thank you. For that information. Uh, text number, by the way, is 81807. Uh, this is a two-part question. Is it too late in the year to make an insurance claim on my roof because of hail and wind? And if I make an insurance claim, should I have a contractor there with the insurance adjuster? It's not too late to make a uh, to make a claim. And if you're comfortable with your contractor, yes. I know... Uh, Sometimes that can work out against you. If it's, uh, if it's somebody that's knocked on a door and wants to come out there, and um, it can sometimes rub the those adjusters the wrong way. We have a really good relationship with the mass majority of them. One, um, we've been on plenty of jobs where we look at the adjuster and go, you know, there's just no damage here. So it's uh, it's just part of the deal, you know. And if uh, if you're honest and you have integrity, it's, they're usually pretty easy to get along with. So if it was our company, I'd say, yeah, we'd want to be out there and we'd be able to figure some stuff out. One, it's going to streamline the whole process. We're going to have an estimate ready to go. We're going to have uh, a three-dimensional uh, model of your home with every measurement and that everything to make the adjuster's life easier, we, we try to do. And everything we try to do to speed up the process, we do. And, and, and adjusters and homeowners usually really appreciate that. All right. Very good. 651-989-9226 if you want to call in your home improvement question. Or if, uh, if it's easier, send us a text, 81807. All right. I don't know if this one is for Jesse again or not. Previous owner applied a paint sealant outside on cinder blocks to stop moisture from getting into the basement. Now, clumps of the outside of the cinder blocks are falling off. I was told to not put any treatment on cinder blocks because they are permeable and need to let moisture out. What can I do to cover the ugly, knocked-out clumps but still let the cinder blocks be permeable? By the way, the interior was fixed with a layer of six mil going down into a beaver dam around the perimeter and then down to a drain tile, all held up with the Thermax and 2x4 wall around the interior perimeter. Uh, The moisture inside was never heavy, just spotty dampness. Kind of a long text, but do you want to reply to that? You know... There's there's different things you can put on the outside of your house to to fix the concrete and still allow it to remain permeable. But 
I'd probably be more looking at like a foundation wrap where maybe there's a, a drainage plane underneath that that allows the moisture to get out. And like you said, uh, and I've heard Jesse talk about this before, all the, that dry lock stuff that people put yeah, on their walls, yeah. all that is doing is moving the moisture someplace else. And sometimes that someplace else is worse than where it was coming off. So um, it can, it's one of those things that sometimes you're causing more damage than good. Find the source. Find the source and, and, and remove why the water's coming down there and everybody's going to be better off. And it looks like he, he really did do that. If he put a drain tile system, there's no need for the, that dry lock on the inside. Now he just needs to fix that, that block. And, again, when it comes to fixing foundation blocks, Jesse Treble's the guy to call. Yep. SaveBasements.com. Cynthia's calling in from Buffalo with a question. Hi, Cynthia. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have a, a sidewalk, not very big, um, that goes off the front of the house towards the street, and it looks like it's sinking. Um, and I, yet I look at the concrete driveway, and it's flush with the earth. I could get it redone, but my question is, is it going to sink again? Because that can be expensive. It can be, but you don't have to get it redone. Unless the concrete is really falling apart, you don't have to get it done. Look up foam jacking. Again, we should have had Jesse on this week. SafeBasements.com also does this. It's uh, it's foam jacking. It's, they it's, do that too. They uh, It's a small hole that you're going to drill into the concrete. It's way smaller than any of the mud jacking or anything like that. And the cool part about the, the foam jacking is it's spray foam, so you're going to get an expansion underneath there. And as that foam expands and pushes that concrete up, it does it does some compacting of the soil, making it a more stable area. And, you know, I've recommended it a couple of times, and really it's been, one, I was amazed at how much foam had to go into this one spot. I mean, it just seemed like it was going to be forever. I mean, just there was that much of a void going, wow. going on down there. But the, the customers that had, I know that I've used it, again, this is only – been about a year, year and a half. I haven't heard any complaints yet or anything going back. So foam jacking is something I would look up, Cynthia. Okay. Is it too cold to do that or should I wait till spring? No, I think you're okay for now. But any of the foam jackers, whoever you talk to, will, will let you know. Okay. And then the other question I had is, is it less expensive than replacing the sidewalk? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Is. Okay. Thank you. Thank you All so right. Much. Good luck, Cynthia. A quarter of the cost, maybe? No oh, less wow. than that? It's yeah. really not... As expensive as you think. I've seen a video of having that done. It was kind of interesting. You're right. It's just a, not a huge hole, but it, it, it's amazing what they can do. Yeah. All right. Hang on, Andy. We have to take our usual break here. We have more uh, show to come. Home improvement question, call it in or send a text, 651-989-9226. Again, the text number is 81807. In the Twin Cities, a windy day, CCO temp, 35. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our uh, Home Improvement Show. We're around every Saturday thanks to Linda's Construction here in the 9 o'clock hour on CCO. Call in your questions or send a text. We do both. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Andy Lindis is in studio. Before we uh, pick up on more text messages, Andy, Sue in Richfield has uh, something to say. Hi, Sue. What is, do you have a question or a comment? Um, we, we bought our house about two years ago, and, and right before we bought it, the old homeowner had um, the sidewalk concrete lifted up in, in just one spot on the driveway, and it sunk again. And so Was that... this past week, we ended up pulling up all of the driveway and replacing it. When we pulled it up, we found out that there was a rebar underneath, so that's why it was probably sinking. Okay. So you, you broke up on this a little bit there. You said there was no rebar underneath? 
I think I think we Sue are you I think we lost her. And, and it said that she did mudjacking and I think that's why you know they came out with some other other types of things that are going to go underneath her what we were talking about before the foam jacking. And I've heard some of the problems with the mudjacking where where it can come back is because of you know when you put that in it's it's wet and it's and as that water you know, evaporates, it starts to leave voids again, and that's where you're starting to come down. So I've, I've heard that before with mud jacking where it can take a couple of times to be stable forever, but that's why I lean towards foam jacking. Now, having said that, is it going to work every time? I don't know. I just haven't heard yet that it hasn't worked. I'm sure there's going to be stuff that uh, where, where it goes awry, and and then you work your way through it. You've got to wonder about the expertise of some companies, too, yes. with their experience. Yep. All right. Uh, 81807, if you have a text, uh, here's one, Andy. says, finally going to add a deck to our home that was built 20 years ago. Should the green-treated ledger board that was originally put in place be replaced ahead of adding the deck? Yes. Ask yourself, how much does this green-treated board cost? And if you're thinking about something that's going to last 30 years and that's already been there that long, it uh, you're talking about a very small amount of money and yeah. a very small amount of work. So, yeah. For sure. Why not? Yeah. And, and and here's the deal. You know how many times when we pull off those ledger boards, we find out that there's rot underneath it that you don't see? Because what's underneath it? Not green treat. So sometimes a green treat can be a little bit more stable than what's underneath it. And then then, then we got a whole, uh, that's a, a horse of a different color. Well, I should say. And we have some other issues to work our way through. But it's something you're going to want to know, especially before putting on a new deck. Because... If you find this out five years down the road after you put on a new deck, the amount of money you have to spend to fix it then is it's going to go up. Back to square one. Yeah. Mike in Lakeville is on the horn with a question. Mike, what is your question for Andy? Uh, yeah, I have a, a cabin up in Webster, Wisconsin, and it's a cinder block basement that has some seepage um, from cracking in the walls there. And I'd been told that it was uh, a backfill, maybe backfilled too early um, initially, and it's, you know, it's an older, older cabin, but question is what, what would be the best way to uh you know try to fix that issue well it's just coming is is the wall like where you're severely cracked where you're you can just see water coming through there or is this just a dampness issue it's more of a dampness but it'll actually be enough where it pools up into the basement floor okay and, and there's no drain tile type system Okay, I would probably look there, and I might start with just a dehumidifier to to, to start. And um, the unfortunate part, if you don't have a sub-pump system, is the dehumidifier is going to have to be drained somewhere. And they make some that, that hold a lot of water, but it's, it's, if, you're, if it's a cabin, that can be an issue because you're not out there to empty that on a regular basis. So I'd probably look at a sub-pump system more so than fixing the concrete. The, the cracks in the concrete probably aren't the issue, to be honest with you. Okay. It's, it's more of a, uh, it's a, it's just a moisture issue that you have in your basement that you need. It, fixing the cracks isn't going to get rid of the water, I don't think. Okay. That'd be yeah, my we, I run a dehumidifier in there, and I actually put up gutters, too, which took care of 90% of, of the yeah. issue. So. Yeah. Um, but I've been told if you fill those cracks, I mean, it's still probably going to moisture there yeah that's that's that would be my guess it would just move the moisture someplace else i mean you're talking about a block wall and and concrete's great but it is permeable so if you make a part of the concrete wall not permeable that water is going to find a spot where it can come in and and, and still eat there and now i've had really good luck if you go to a higher end dehumidifier sometimes too the one that comes yeah. to mind is the santa fe model 
Uh, just Google Santa Fe. I think it's like twelve hundred dollars, and that thing. I mean, that can it sucks the moisture out of a out of a basement faster than no. any of the other machines I've worked with. So yeah. But again, you're, you're probably I don't know what a drain tile system costs. You know, three, four, five thousand dollars. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a is this uh cabin you use on a regular basis? Uh, somewhat. Yeah, I mean it's not not uh, overly used, but uh, I think the drain tile versus just gutters and doing that probably makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That I'd start there anyways. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Good luck, Mike. Thank you. Thank thanks for the call. Uh, somebody wanted the texter wanted uh, to insulate their garage. They want to know craft uh, face. What kind of uh, insulation? That doesn't say if it's heated, not heated. What, what kind of insulation would you use in a garage? Have you seen in the various uh, applications? Well, I don't know if is he talking about the the attic or or the walls. Um, I'm guessing the walls. Yeah, I I would I would if for a do it yourselfer. You know, the, the bats are – the paperback bats that you can get, uh, R19, R21, something like that. I, I would probably be using that. Now, if you're looking at hiring it done and this is going to be a heated garage, I would definitely look at the spray foam options. I mean, oh, yeah. talk about sealing it up. That can be uh, – it can be awesome. I'm building a garage right now, and I'm really excited about it. You know, my, my garage is my old uh, – the old pig barn from oh, yes. when I was a kid. That my dad paid, I think, six hundred dollars for the wall systems, and it held up great. It was an old walk-in freezer. We put trusses and a roof on, and it did its job. But I couldn't stand up in it uh, if I was on a trailer, so it was time for a new one. And I'm doing spray foam walls and uh-huh. cellulose uh, blown in in the attic. So with, uh, of course, our Insultex house wrap around the in- the entire outside, and it will be a very well insulated building. You'll have to keep us posted on that. All right, as far as windows, leaf guard gutters. I know, was it free installation labor going on now? It's going on right now. All you have to do is look us up, linusconstruction.com or 1-800-LEAFGUARD. All estimates are free. Well, 1-800-LEAFGUARD or linusconstruction.com, as Andy said. And we'll be back again next week. Yes, sir. We do another show next week.